0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to this edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby. I'm Jeff DeForest, along with one Mike Luby Lubitz here on the Believe Podcast Networks, and a pleasure. A lot of people consider this this uh, close to a 30-day trip to degenerate mecca, the <laughs> ball season in college football. It really is uh, like all of a sudden uh, you're going to be uh, sitting there and you know realize that uh, there was some some truth to uh, the Ten Commandments, right? That thou shalt not figure on favorites winning many of these ball games. Uh, we, we welcome to the show, and, and uh, this guy's a star in his own right on the Believe Podcast Network. I think the whole network is really based on the fact Built that they had signed yeah. him to a contract, and uh, then they, they needed to put some people around him. It's kind of like having Patrick Mahomes. And uh, so, you know, they just started hiring guys. But uh, the star, and far, far and away, the guy that's carrying Believe Podcast Network, Brandon Lang, extraordinary handicapper and gentleman, uh, and a real character joins us here on the program. Uh, Brandon, how are you, my friend?
1: Um, I've, I've really had to bend over someone i found two gay dudes down at the gay bar here in vegas to spread my ass cheeks as far and as wide as possible and then i flew in brandon staley of the la chargers and had him take a louisville slugger and not the, the handle in where you grip it but the fat in oh jesus and i had i said hey brandon just don't don't lube it up buddy just um i got i got two six foot four 320 pound brothers from south central There there's Spread my ass cheeks as wide as they'll go. Take the fat part, Brandon, and just shove it in there as far as you can. No lube. And then once you get it all the way up in there, just literally try to get it to the handle. The reason, Brandon, I want you to go to the handle is because I I would let you just go halfway. But when I read your quote after the game that said, and, and I'm quoting here, I love the way I managed." the game yeah. oh wow! well done brandon i mean I, brandon brandon i completely agree with you on fourth and goal at the one i, I get it no problem i don't have a problem with that the louisville the, the, the fat end of the bat is halfway up my anal cavity but fourth and goal is the five warrants warrants the handle just the handle brandon the handle and if you can Bury the whole thing in there. Play ping pong with my console. Get, get, go deep. Go deep as deep as you can. Because, guys, what that did is it opened the wound of the game that that let, that made me leave the Pacino character and ride off into the sunset. The Monday Night Football game in 1995. Bobby Ross was the coach of the San Diego Chargers. It was a Monday Night game against the, oh, the Kansas City Chiefs. The line on the game was, The Chargers plus four and a half, and the total was 37. I had the biggest play of my life on the Chargers plus four and a half. I had the biggest play of my life on under 37. And I had the biggest play of my life on the parlay. And in that game, if you'll remember, it was two-minute warning. No more timeouts for the Chiefs. The Chargers leading 14-10. You're plus four and a half. Natron Means has 212 yards rushing, and it's fourth and one at the Chiefs' three-yard line. Hey, Bobby, just go for it. Just go for it. You don't get it. They still need a touchdown and literally 95 yards to beat you. Now, nah, he kicks the field goal. Gives Joe Montana the ball to 25. <laughs> Joe Montana goes down and scores, ties it up at 17. Of course, the Chargers go three and out in overtime, and they punt and van over it. Florida State. Takes it 68 yards for a touchdown, and they win by six and cover the four and a half. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Goes over. The post tool oh. got in my car, packed it up, and, and and rode off into the sunset. And ladies and gentlemen, literally twenty six years later, the anal cavity was once again opened wide and was absolutely forcibly raped repeatedly last night in my sleep. Bobby Ross, um, Marty Schottenheimer, um, you name it, and and I tell you what, I, I say to you guys all the time. You can handicap games, you can you can be on the right side. The Chargers should have won that game oh, by yeah. probably two touchdowns. And and you said there's a handicapper and you handicapped the game correctly, and you, you cannot I say three things you can't handicap. And and it's penalties, it's turnovers, and it's coaching stupidity. The <laughs> Buffalo the <laughs> Buffalo the, 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 the Buffalo Bills have lost the last two weeks. Yep because of their offensive coordinator and no one else, no one else in the face of the planet Earth. His implosion in the red zone with that football team and Josh Allen, the Patriot game, first and, first and goal at the six, couldn't get in. Um, first and 10 at the 12, he decides to run the ball again and waste the down. And then I had a monster play on Tampa Bay last week and watched Tom Brady play about as worst a half of football in the second half as I've ever seen. And then I had to sweat once again. This guy's implosion in the red zone for the field goal at the end, pass interference maybe, but they get the ball to start overtime. And instead of staying with the helter skelter, letting Josh Allen run around and do what he does best, what did he do on first down? Ran the football, set up second and nine. And here he goes again. So got the win, but coaching stupidity last night by Brandon Staley. Anybody who had the chargers, you know, you you can't, you can't reach through the TV as if it's the matrix. And you kinda of reach through <laughs> the TV that, that, and, yeah. and and you're able to go in the T V and grab Brandon Staley by his neck. And then I pull him back out in the TV and now I got him in my living room. This is the anger from that game last night. And I pull him into my living room and I pin him down and I get my knee. Again, boys, I'm I'm two fifty. And if you saw me and you're gonna you're see me at Radio dude. Row, yeah, you're a big dude. I'm I'm not only big. I've been in a gym for nine straight months.
2: Nice. I'm a
1: fucking I'm a fucking monster. I, I look like I I look, I look I look like I'm a retired Titan in the NFL. 6'4", 250. My, my biceps are probably probably twenty. I'm a monster, and I would get him in. I, I would put my my knee on his chest, and I would literally beat his face through where (laughs) my fist goes completely through his skull and there's a hole in his face that's the (laughs) anger that i carry with me today if i go to the grocery store i gotta go get deli meat and some creamer for the wife here in a minute if i go to the grocery store and there's a guy in there and he even looks remotely like brandon staley i'm gonna punch (laughs) him so hard in the face i'm gonna punch him as hard in the face i possibly can he's gonna go down (laughs) And I'm gonna say somebody call nine one one because I wanna go to jail. I wanna go to jail. I wanna go to county. And when I get in county, I'm gonna walk up to the biggest and baddest black dude and I'm gonna say, listen to me, how big's your cock? How big is it?
0: Jesus.
1: How big's your cock? Okay. Eight, not 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 big enough. Jerome. Jerome, you packing (laughs) eleven? You are get over here. Pull my pants down. Go, go, Jerome. Go to town. Go to town. Anybody else got nine or above? Just, just yeah. Hey, I mean. Big go,
0: Daddy, go you're now. next. Yeah, exactly. Big
1: Daddy, everybody, just get you some. Get you, all day, <laughs> all day. Make me feel it all day off in my
0: world. Yeah, that's a All tough right. beat. Uh, there's no question. Uh, yeah, and Rene really- Russo <laughs> takes a walk also at that point <laughs> after the guy opts uh, uh, not to go for the field goal. Uh, and, and we've seen a lot of that uh, with coaches uh, in, in the NFL uh, making decisions uh, like, <laughs> like that. And uh, It's unfortunate. Uh, you know, uh, Sean McDermott, uh, you would swear, the way he's been coaching with the Buffalo Bills, that uh, we're going to later find out that some Russian syndicate had his uh, children <laughs> and his wife Unreal. in uh, you know, a very compromising like position taken. there. <laughs> that, you know, unless he loses, like, the next six games, uh, you know, that uh, things weren't going to be so favorable for their outcome.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So... Life goes on. That's as good a rant as you were going to get to three mankind. No, no, sure that was uh, fantastic! Make you make sure
0: you uh, they yeah, have make sure gone, you put uh, that let's on. Let's a... go to uh, Brandon Lang here, and uh, you know, see how he feels sure about you put uh, that on a...
1: Make sure you put that on a file and send it to me. I'm going to get some mileage out. Of
0: it. Yeah, no, that was that was, uh, that was great, great stuff, and uh, you know, and and very, you know, from the heart. This wasn't like something that you had scripted out there, like Al Michaels when he started screaming, "Can believe in miracles?" So, uh, you know, no, I, excellent you know, stuff there, Brandon Lang. All right, Z- uh, bowl season Z- on Z- tap. We want to get some of Z- the selections uh, for our listeners out here. I know you're putting them out on uh, your own podcast here on Believe Podcast Network and all over your website there, BrandonLang.com. Uh, we want to get started uh, right at the top. I, I don't know if you dive into this bowl thing right away, but, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, like, noon in the Bahamas Bowl already.
1: Well, that's going to go over the post of total providing there's not 50-mile-an-hour winds. Um, Toledo, the last five weeks, is averaging 41 points a game. Um and and a lot of a lot of starters back. So I like over over the total there as as The wins aren't too bad. The game I like is Northern Illinois plus eleven. Um magical, magical season for this football team. Coastal Carolina high hopes. Lost McCall for a while. He's back, he's gonna play. But they got probably one of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in the MAC conference. And they what they did in the MAC championship game against Kent. Um they went into Kent late in the year. Lost an absolute heartbreaker, 52-47, and then came back and, and won their next two, including beating Buffalo in overtime, to qualify for the MAC championship game. And then rematch against Kent, beat them 41-23 in just a dominant effort. They've covered every game this year but three. Um, and, you know, And you really can't count the Western Michigan game because they set all their starters. So technically, they didn't, cover, they didn't cover two games this year. The one game was against Kent when, for whatever reason, the coach for Northern Illinois went for two in the middle of the third quarter and you were chasing five instead of the game being on three. Still don't understand that. Then they were they were laying nine against one by eight. So this team technically is one or two plays away from being the only team in college football to have covered every single game this year. Um, quarterback Rocky Lombardo played at Michigan State, came over and has done a great job. So I like them plus the eleven. Um, and the bowl game that I'm crazy about is Notre Dame minus two over Oklahoma State. You have to wonder if you're Oklahoma State. Think this guy. They had fourth and two from the Iowa state 41 yard line and through a wide receiver screen and he caught it. There was nobody in front of him and it was just one guy he had to beat. And he came up a half yard short. They probably would have went down and scored there and won that ball game. Big 12 championship game. They win that game. They're in the BCS final four. We all saw the play against Baylor kids running out wide left. If he just puts his foot in the ground and just heads straight up field. He probably knocks the D B over and gets in. Instead he convinced himself to try to get to the pylon. He jumps way too early and comes up a half yard short. You're literally two plays away from being in the BCS Final Four. And now you got to take on a Notre Dame team that if you look at Notre Dame, yeah, Brian Kelly left. Did you see when the new coach got named and walked into the locker room, and the well, way his players where the players received him? They're they're fired up. This yeah. isn't a team that, oh, we lost Brian Kelly. They love this guy. And I think you're going to get an absolute motivated, no-holes-barred Notre Dame team that's going to take care of business. I got it. You know, you, you, again, bowl games are about who wants to be there and who doesn't. I know you're playing in the Fiesta Bowl, but, man, you're, you're two plays away. I, I like Notre Dame minus the two. And, and Utah plus six and a half over Ohio State. I, I think Utah, the way they played down the stretch, is unbelievable. To, to beat a team like Oregon the way they did both times, And to know Oregon dominated Ohio State, Um, Utah, plus six and a half.
0: Did you find it uh, unusual or did you have any action on uh, (laughs) whether or not Brian Kelly would have a Cajun accent when he addressed uh, the LSU fan base for the first time? Uh, I I found that a little bit curious. I
1: thought it was funny. But, but, you know, you're paying somebody $95 million. You better try to do anything to to integrate yeah. yourself to to the the boosters and, and people. And I, I like his approach. Listen, it's LSU. You can't fault the guy. He did everything he could at, at Notre Dame. The, the, the thing nobody talks about, the thing that nobody is making people aware of is he went to the powers at Notre Dame and said, you, you've got to put me in a conference. I've got to have a conference championship game. I've got, I've got, if you want me to get us to the final four. You've got to get me in a conference and you've got to get me a conference championship game. And they have such a big contract with NBC as an independent, they just won't do it. they They wouldn't do it. And finally, he just said, well, I, I I need a conference championship game." So they were just as much to blame for him going as as you know as 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 anybody else. He asked them, they they didn't do it. And isn't it ironic that last year they were in the ACC for one season and they were in the final four? Think about that for a minute. They put him no. in the ACC for one season, and he gets his team in the final four wins the championship game. The next year, they're an independent. They lose one game, all beat Cincinnati, and they can't get in. Why? Because they didn't play in a conference championship game. Or they're in the Final Four. They're that good. One little snooze against Cincinnati. They're that good. So, oh, well. See you. $95 million. Enjoy the gumbo.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he had gone to Yeshibu, he might have been speaking in Hebrew uh, at the press conference, uh, which would have been kind of interesting. <laughs> and uh, I, I, what did you think? Uh, we, we need to, uh, you know, give me an opportunity to tee one up here uh, over this uh, entire Urban Meyer uh, thing that that went on in Jacksonville, where he is now fired and supposedly kicked a guy uh, in the groin or whatever in the leg uh, while he was warming up and told him hey, he was a dipshit, make your fucking kicks and. Uh, It's a whole different Urban Meyer than the one that was presented to us, at least from an image standpoint, uh, when he was teaching integrity and uh, dignity at at, uh, Ohio State uh, as a uh, professor adjunct or whatever it was that he was.
1: Let me paint you a picture. You have 31 players arrested at Florida in your six years there. Percy Harvin was arrested multiple times. Karen Hernandez shot two guys coming out of bar and got away with that. In Gainesville, in Florida. Um, you call Bill Belichick, and you tell Bill Belichick, hey, Bill, I know Aaron Hernandez is dropping in the draft. People are making a big thing of his character issues. I'm telling you, Bill, he's a really good kid. and He's going to help your football team. You're getting a first-round talent in the fifth round. It was that call from Urban Meyer that got Belichick to draft him. You know a guy is dirty. You know – a player's character, you know the rumors, you know your football team, you know what's going on as the head coach, and yet you sacrificed everything to win. He's a bad dude. And when you're winning, winning masks a lot of skeletons in the closet, which they did at Florida and winning two national championships. And then he goes to Ohio State, for the most part, cleaned up his act a little bit back in the Midwest, but he parlayed that Florida success into the Ohio State job, and he had great success there as well. But when you're rotten, eventually you can't hide it forever. You can't. And I was talking to my wife about this yesterday. That as a college coach, you can control college players. You can control their scholarship. You can control everything they do. You are the god. At the NFL level, you can't do that. They will look at you and say, "Excuse me, motherfucker. I'm under contract. You got that? You can't. You, you, the NFL is a whole. So you bring that ego." First thing you do is you hire a strength and conditioning coach that's a racist you lose the black players you, you lost your locker room from the get-go and then they probably could have saved some face if they would have fired him after the, the blonde um came in came in Nebraska is her name by the way google that right Can now she's got, a, she got a, <laughs> she's got a she's got a her name was came in Nebraska uh the lap dance that she was giving him um the owner should have fired him right there but he didn't and it got out of hand and it is what it is so I got a great reality show idea. I think it's a, a Grand Slam home run. You get the 10 hottest trannies in the world, the hottest females you can find across the world. There are some dime pieces, and you put those 10 hot trannies in a Malibu mansion with John Gruden and Urban Meyer. Let it roll, baby.
0: <laughs> Let it roll. Let it roll. might as well get John Rocker to be the exactly. commentator on that. That would be great.
1: Let it roll. Let it roll. So there you go. Um, bad dude. And uh, good riddance. I know guys that have caddied for him at Muirfield Village. The, the the bag rate at Muirfield Village is 75 for 18 holes. And Urban Meyer pays 75 for his bag oh my God. for 18 wow. holes. What a piece he of. is a cheap. Yep. Wow, that's cheap the worst as characteristic did. of all. Yeah, ever. You know that's what? A lot of money. Cheap, cheap people are bad people, man. They're bad people if you're cheap. And he's cheap and it speaks to the character. So good riddance, bro. Good riddance.
0: Excellent, uh, NFL. And, uh, you're on your game, razor sharp today, uh, Brandon Lang, as always. The uh, Brandon Lang podcast, also on Believe Podcast Network. Uh, we're honored, thrilled that you were uh, with us on the show today. Uh, certainly made for an interesting and lively Friday here. Everything from uh, big schlongs to uh, <laughs> gay bars That's and trannies, <laughs> all in the context of handicapping deep. some games. Thank you, my friend. As always, a pleasure.
1: Have a good one, boys. All right, BC Brandon. All
0: right, Brandon Lang. You don't hold back, though, Louie. No, I know no. it's after hours. It's For him, why. it's uh, very early hours, although uh, it's after hours of uh, traipsing around Las Vegas and the Strip uh, all night long. And Strip Clubs, uh, of course, uh, with Brandon Lang. But uh, fascinating stuff always As uh, Brandon Lang uh, took a very tough beat.
2: Yeah, he, he was really
0: being uh, beyond sadomasochistic about uh, this uh, performance last night by uh, Brandon Staley, the uh, head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, who opted to go for it on every down. It didn't matter where they were.
2: (laughs) I didn't get that at all. Three times.
0: From the shadow of their own goal line, they went for it on 4th and 19.
2: Before halftime, when the clock's running out, you try the one time, and then 4th down, you kick a field goal. Like, I've never seen a guy go for it before halftime as the clock's running down. Like, take the three points here, that's a bonus, and go to half. Like, what? Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Pretty miraculous, too. And uh, as uh, we said on our ION channel Show this morning, uh, they were carrying the underplayers out of the casinos and, and the sports books in body bags <laughs> after a wild exchange at the end of the game. It's a track meet breaking out here. That's what we have, Joe, a track meet. That's crazy. As after, uh, you know, all uh, during the game, uh, people are frustrated about the uh, missed opportunities on fourth and goal and uh, on various fourth and short yardage uh, chances that both teams had. And uh, scoring points, uh, as uh, Troy Aikman would say, if uh, he was inclined at all to go to cliche, they left a lot of points out there on the field. Yes, 100%. Yeah, there you go, man. I mean, uh, from uh, Cliches one 101, they <laughs> left a lot of points out there on the field there, Joe. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, that's true there. Troy, <laughs> another brilliant observation on your part. That was it. and They signed off, too, on Thursday Night Football. Who's going to have that now? Uh, Bezos, Amazon? NFL I think NFL Network.
2: And I, and, I, and I think Amazon next year.
0: All right. Very good. All right. Uh, that, that's going to do it for us here on After Hours. It wraps up another fine that's week. Sorry. We had a lot of interesting people on this week. Uh, it was really great. Uh, and a lot of insight into the NFL. Hopefully, you got some opportunity there to explore uh, Brandon Lang's selections on the ball games. He's usually spot on on a lot of these things. Uh, and we have universal agreement. With Brandon Lang, who, of course, uh, they based the movie Two for the Money on, and, uh, you know, is an extraordinary handicapper, very deep in his, uh, his analysis of games, different style than the guys that we feature on our ION channel show, the professor and uh, the great uh, sports handicapper Mark Lawrence, World yes. Championship Sports Handicapper, PlaybookSports.com, for you people out there, it, it is an excellent tool, as yes. they say. To uh, help you, he has his bowl guide out right now on playbooksports.com. It's uh, nominal fees, I think, to subscribe, and uh, well worth it. I mean, if you're looking for qualifiers in numerology of an extraordinary Rene Descartes-like nature, Mark Lawrence, playbooksports.com, is an excellent source. And he's not pushing you to bet games, just uh, really laying it out there for yes, you. Kid. And uh, always uh, with an underdog angle, which everybody says, take the points in all of these bowl yep, games.
2: Yep, 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 yep.
0: Well, we had universal agreement, uh, I, I believe, on, on at least uh, Brandon Lang didn't talk about the Bahamas ball, but he talked about the second game on a slate today, and uh, we had universal agreement three for three Northern Illinois plus eleven. Let's do it in, in that ball game. Get so uh, that, that leads you to believe that maybe it's worth pulling a trigger on that one. So they'll probably uh, go down by thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're a motivated team, Louie. That's what it's all that's about. It. Who's motivated? Motivation. All right, we're motivated to do this again on Monday. Thank you, people, for tuning in and, uh, you know, having the growing numbers. Tell your friends about After Hours Let's with go. Defoe and Luby. I'm Jeff DeForest, he's Mike Luby Lubitz. Check out our ION Channel show. Uh, that's all over the place. Just Google The Defoe Show. That's D-E-F-O. Yep. If you're a fan of what we do here, I think you'll really enjoy that, an extended version as we do it for two hours and change uh, every day, uh, Monday through Friday uh, on the East Coast, 7 to uh, 9 a.m., and it's up there. All you have to do is Google the Defoe show. You can catch the archive of all of the shows that we've done with video and audio streaming. And uh, for that, uh, we thank you for even uh, considering it. Uh, from Mike Luby Lubitz, I'm Jeff DeForest. Uh, thank you for tuning in to After Hours with Defoe and Luby on the Believe Podcast Network, where, like Tug McGraw always said, you got to believe. The championship meet is right around the corner at Gulfstream Park. The only place for live racing, Gulfstream's action has never been hotter. Whether it's on the track, in the casino, or part of the dining and entertainment offered at the Village of Gulfstream Park. Currently running Thursday through Sunday, Gulfstream's racing package is the best in the country, with all the top horses and people in the game pointing towards another tremendous winter season. Check out the remodeled first-floor casino, open seven days and nights a week, along with the many special events and concerts happening at Gulfstream Park. You can place your wagers from anywhere at FirstBet.com. Check the calendar of events at GulfstreamPark.com.
2: Recently we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us. Any time of year, things can happen to your home or business. And the insurance company can be your friend, but they also can be your enemy. Horizon Public Adjusters, Justina Testa, are here for you to help this process go so much easier before you call Why go up against insurance companies alone when you can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side?
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.